Welcome, welcome, welcome to Accepted, the College Admissions Inside Scoop, brought to you by Kenesha's College. My name is Matt Kwiatowski, Assistant Director of Undergraduate Admissions here at Kenesha's, uh, and today it's a solo episode. Um, it's just me today, and I'm going to be talking a little bit about the common questions you'll see in the financial aid process, um, because uh, this is the time that uh, financial aid packages start kind of churning out of schools. You may have gotten your acceptance letter already with your merit-based scholarship on it, and you might be asking, is this the bottom line cost for Kenesha's or any school that you have right now? And the answer is not quite yet. So today we're going to cover just some basic tips um, and things to know as you're kind of starting the financial aid part of this college search process. Um, I have nine different things that I'm going to cover today um, that we really want you to focus on. Um, and if you have any questions, you always can feel to reach out to us at, you know, Kenesha's. But um, today we're going to be focusing a little bit on just general um, pieces of financial aid knowledge. Uh, and then we're also going to have another episode um, later on in the cycle about the actual FAFSA. So so let's get started. Um, so the first um, common question that we get is, should I file the FAFSA? Because um, I don't think I'm going to qualify for anything. So the answer for this is always yes. Um, so the FAFSA, which is also known as the Free Application for Federal Student Aid, um, is used to um, determine financial aid for almost every institution in the United States. Um, some other schools ask for CSS profiles, which are a little bit more specific and cover a little bit more in-depth look at a family's finances. But the FAFSA is the free application for federal student aid. Um, so please note the free part um, that it is no cost to you to file this. Um, there's no penalties. There's nothing that affects your credit um, or really kind of affects you adversely as a family for filing this. Um, nearly everyone who applies for financial aid um, with the FAFSA will get something, um, whether it's loans or um, maybe institutional grants or state aid or federal aid, work study. Um, it's all determined from the FAFSA. So it's really important to make sure you file this and you got to file it every year as well. Um, that's really important to note because some families aren't always aware of the full process of what the FAFSA is. Um, it is can be very can be a very daunting um, part of the financial aid and college search process overall. But um, just know that it's something that's very easy to do. Um, it's been made easier over the past couple of years where they actually use your prior prior year taxes, um, and you can upload um, your taxes actually directly from the IRS into the FAFSA using a tool that's in there. So um, they've made it even easier um, than in previous years where even where you had to go back and update it and submit it later and a whole bunch of other steps. Um, so they've really changed this whole process to make it as easy as possible for families. Um, I would encourage you that if you have questions about the FAFSA or if you're getting stuck on pieces, don't ever hesitate to reach out to the financial aid offices of a school um, to kind of see if you have any questions or if you're getting um, the FAFSA uh, errors, um, whether your signature is wrong or an income level is wrong. Um, just you know, note that the counselors at schools are there as resources. Another tip that we always recommend is applying for the student aid as early as possible. Now, um, with most schools, um, in particularly here at Canisius, um, you are reviewed for a merit-based scholarship upon your application at Canisius. That is given to you regardless of your status, of your family's income. Um, it's really based on you and your student, or I should say your student's performance um, in the classroom. Um, and that merit scholarship can range um, between $8,500 up to $17,000 a year for us. Um, and most schools do this with their merit-based scholarships. They look at the academics. Um, we do have some other scholarships that we consider for you, um, you know, when you're looking and applying, such as like the Visit and Apply Grant, which we give $2,000 a year. Um, if you visit and apply by December 1st of your senior year, um, we have an alumni grant that's also available for uh, parents of alums that attend Canisius um, and their student is now applying. Um, so there's some aid that you're automatically 
get considered for. Um, but I will encourage you that if you file the FAFSA, um, you want to get in as soon as possible because a lot of aid is awarded on a first-come, first-served basis, um, especially a lot of those endowed scholarships because they're very specific and they're usually targeted to or towards certain student populations. Um, and it's really important to note that uh, if you apply too late, you might miss out on some options that are out there. Um, for example, work study is a good example. Um, work study, there is a limited amount of work study usually available at a school. Um, so if you don't apply for it um, earlier, you might not be uh, considered for work study because they've already handed out all of their work study funding for the year. So that's something that's really important to note. Um, and uh, that really applies especially to the work study area. Um, when you're looking at your financial aid packages or kind of the aid that's out there, uh, make sure you accept the free quote unquote student aid that's out there, which is AKA grants and scholarships. Um, these free uh, student aid programs are not ones you have to pay back. Um, so that's something to kind of keep in mind. There's uh, usually just uh, GPA requirements or obligations um, to maintain your merit scholarship, um, but grants and scholarships are always the ones you want to go for first because that's the freebies. Um, that's the way you can bring down your costs without no um, further payments from you as a family, whether it be a loan or anything like that. So that's something to kind of keep in mind. Um, another thing to kind of be aware of is that beware of student aid that offers that seem too good to be true, quote unquote. Um, so there are some student aid scams out there with the promise, quote unquote, of funding for a small fee, and then they take your money. So that's why I mentioned at the beginning, um, the FAFSA, the first word is free for a reason. Um, if anybody ever asks you to give money or pay for a service to um, do a FAFSA or apply for a scholarship, run away because <laughs> um, essentially uh, you should never have to pay to do any of these things because they are free to begin with um, and you should never have to pay a fee to apply for student aid um, and that's something that's true throughout all schools um, not just Canisius and I really would encourage you to make sure you're skeptical if anything is asking you to pay um, and really ask those questions and follow-ups with it. Another thing is to educate yourself on the different different types of loans that are out there. Now, um, loans are kind of a uh, taboo word sometimes when you're looking at college education, um, and there's different kinds of loans out there. So um, there's public and private loans. Um, now, the public loans are given out from the FAFSA. So those are the Stafford subsidized and unsubsidized loans. Um, the subsidized loans are the more favorable ones um, where your interest is not uh, accrued until you're done with school. Um, but the unsubsidized ones start accruing interest while you're in school. Um, so there's a big difference between those two. Um, so if you always have to pick between loans, always take the subsidized first. Um, but the other thing as well is that with the different types of loans, understanding like what the interest rates are, what kind of loans are they, what is the payback period, is there loan forgiveness programs tied to those? Um, uh, the federal loans actually do have several loan forgiveness programs that can be utilized to help save money in the long run. Um, there are private loans out there. Um, most schools have certain lenders they work with or um, search services such as elmselect.com. That's the one that Canisius uses. If you're really kind of doing a little shopping around for loans, that those are out there. Additionally, um, it's not bad to always go to your local bank or credit union. Um, they might have better interest rates than a lot of other schools or a lot of other institutions, I should say, um, because they're a little bit more um, on the local level. But um, there's definitely lots of resources out there. And again, don't hesitate to ask the financial aid counselor or um, admission staff from the schools you're applying to, um, especially here at Canisius, um, to give you advice on these things um, and kind of give you context for them. Um, we know that it's a big decision and investment for families. And then we really want to make sure that you have all the answers at your disposal, um, which is really important. 
The next piece um, is comparing apples to apples when you're looking at cost of education. So um, really, you know, this is something that at the private level um, we kind of have challenges with because sometimes we get compared with um, public institutions in terms of scholarship or the bottom line costs. Um, when really privates uh, do scholarship modeling and financial aid a lot different than public ed uh, education uh, in general. Um, so like when you're comparing like a SUNY school um, or a private school, we look at different things. So a SUNY school is already like discounted a certain amount because it is a public institution. They have in-state tuition costs. Um, with private education, um, you know, we start with a high sticker price, um, which you know can kind of scare you because you're like, oh my goodness, $40,000, that's a lot of money. Um, but be rest assured, nobody actually pays that amount. 100% um, of students at Canisius actually receive some sort of financial aid or scholarships um, when they're attending Canisius. So it's important to note that um, you really want to look at the bottom line cost after all of your uh, student aid that's handed out within your financial aid packaging. Um, and the out-of-pocket cost can really actually be kind of comparable um, with sometimes with a public institution. Um, and you also got to go back to, as we've talked about before, the value you're getting out of the education from that particular school. Um, does Canisius offer a particular program that's not offered at other schools, um, like our animal behavior program? So that might be a unique factor. Um, do you value the small class sizes or the intimate setting or the one-on-one -on -one connections you're going to have with your faculty and staff? Um, you really got to kind of think about all these kind of components when you're looking at the value of what you're paying for. Because um, if you're getting your bank for your buck then. Um, and that's something that I think a lot of times gets overlooked when you're considering scholarship and financial aid for schools um, is really kind of seeing like, oh, okay, this is what it costs here. Um, and this is what I'm paying out of pocket versus what I'm paying at another school. Um, never look at just the initial cost um, because the initial cost is never the bottom line. So you actually get that financial aid package. Um, which kind of segues into my next point, um, is that don't let tuition costs prevent you from applying to a school in the first place. Now, we've talked about this, that uh, a lot of private schools have higher tuition costs um, than public schools, um, but that it really is not the true accurate picture of what you're going to be paying to go to that school. Um, and you really, you have to look at it and kind of consider like, okay, I'm going to apply for financial aid and scholarships. And I can get this down to a pretty reasonable price at the end point um, and kind of see how we can compare to other institutions. Um, like I said, it's the apples to apples comparison. You know, you want to know what that out-of-pocket cost is for you as a family. Um, and just note that, you know, when you do your FAFSA, there's this thing called the EFC that's generated, the estimated family contribution. Um, the EFC is just a guideline. It doesn't necessarily mean that's what you're going to pay to go to an institution. Um, and that's, the EFC is the same for every school. Um, the EFC does not change from whether it's you're applying to Canisius or, you know, a SUNY or any other school in the country. Your EFC carries with you at every institution because it is a reflection of your family's income and financial situation. My last piece of advice is to get to know the people in the financial aid office. Um, they really can be great resources um, when you're trying to figure out what exactly it means to go to a particular school and how much it's going to cost. Um, and also what kind of aid is out there and how to handle it. Um, a lot of times families get a little distraught when they see the first, you know, kind of out-of-pocket costs. They're like, oh my goodness, this is, you know, XYZ amount of dollars for the whole year. Um, but you really got to kind of take it in segments. Um, you know, you are charged by semester at Kenesha, so you're only paying half of it at a time. Um, but there's also 
a ton of payment options, um, payment plans um, to really make it a little bit more manageable for a family to kind of tackle the cost of what it means to go to Canisius or any school for that matter. Um, so it's really important to work with that financial aid office, get to know them, ask the questions, um, and really kind of get the answers. Um, as I've said numerous times on this podcast, um, the worst question is the one not asked. Um, and you can either go to the admissions uh members that are working for you um, and your family that cover your student's school. Um, and that's something that I, you know, I take a lot of pride in is I like walking families through the financial aid package. You set up a call with me, I'll do that gladly. Um, and I think that's really important to note that any institution um, admission officers uh, will definitely walk through a financial aid package with you to kind of explain what it means and kind of what the types of aid are and kind of the intricate steps tied to it. Um, so those are our top tips um, for general financial aid process as you're kind of going through the college search. Um, we will actually be covering a little more specifics on the FAFSA in another episode when we get to financial aid month um, in the spring semester. Questions regarding the FAFSA um, with one of our financial aid counselors actually. So we'll kind of go over some common uh, questions, common issues that come up with the FAFSA and how to resolve them. So I want to thank you guys for listening to uh, Accepted, the College Admissions Inside Scoop. Um, this is Mac Witowski, uh signing off from the Canisius College Undergraduate Admissions, and we hope you have a wonderful holidays, and we hope to see you soon on campus. Go Griffs!